0: Malachi 319 19-20. If you walk down from Warren Street Tube Station towards Tottenham Court Road in London, you'll find a parallel street on the right called Whitefield Street. It's named after the Reverend George Whitefield who lived there. Walk further down and you'll see what is now, the American International Church. In the 18th century when it was built, it was the site where Whitefield used to preach along with two others, probably better known, John and Charles Wesley. These three were the founders of what would become the Methodist Movement. Whitefield was a fiery Calvinist preacher, he was also a brilliant dramatist in order. One of his favorite topics was the coming judgment with fire and brimstone. People used to come in droves to listen to him, mesmerized by his preaching. That church was called the Soul Trap because they said you couldn't hear one of Whitefield's sermons and not give over your life to Christ. He would terrify them with his fire. The Wesleys on the other hand were very different in how they preached. Charles Wesley was known for his hymns. He composed some 9,000 of them some of the most beautiful in English. We sing them even today, Advent hymns such as Low, He Comes with Clouds Descending, Come Thou Long Expected Jesus and Hark the Herald for Christmas. They've left generations of Christians infused with the love of God and Christ. The three differed in their understanding of the Scriptures, even in how they believed people were saved. But they worked together, and God ministered powerfully through them. And if the two, Whitefield and Wesley had preached from the first reading we have today, we can most certainly imagine what each of them would have preached. Whitefield would have latched on to the day of wrath, burning like a fire which will consume everything in its path. But Wesley would have picked on the next verse, the sun rising with healing in its wings. So, which of them were right? Is the judgment a day of fire and brimstone, doom and despair or will it be a joyful time of healing and liberation? They are both the same thing. Whitefield's Church, currently the American International Church. A lot of Catholics, particularly from an older generation tend to live with a Whitefield view of the final judgment. Judgment and wrath is what is in store, they would say. The Scriptures do speak of God's wrath, but they are directed more against sin than sinners. On the other extreme, today, are those who think nothing of the last judgment, as if it is some medieval fantasy we've outgrown. I've even heard priests preach of the judgment as the equivalent of God giving us a big hug. That is certainly not how the Scriptures describe judgment, our own text being exhibiting neither view is true, nor healthy. The word we have today comes from the prophet Malachi, the last of the Old Testament prophets. He is talking to a people who are wearied and low in morale. A hundred years ago they had come back from Babylon where they had been deported. The prophets had promised that life would change and be made new. Yet not much had changed. There was famine, poverty, oppression, people were unfaithfulness in marriage vows, and in the vows, they had made to God. Both priests and people were spiritually lax. Pride, indifference, permissiveness, and skepticism were rife. Malachi tries to assure his people that God loved them and had not given up on them, but also that the day of the Lord was coming, when no one was expecting it. This day would be like the revelation of God's glory, of His fire. For Israel, the day of the Lord was when God would fight against their enemies and destroy all who had destroyed them. He was their God, and He would vindicate them. God will set everything that had gone wrong in the world to right. He would finally free it from the corruption of sin. Evil would finally be destroyed, and evildoers will be punished we will be healed of our wounds, there would be freedom and peace. This is the judgment of God. Who does not want that? Even atheists want the same thing. This is an event of great joy, something to look forward to with great hope. When we pray for God's kingdom to come, we are tapping into the same hope of Israel for the day of the Lord. That God would destroy our enemies, everything that destroys us and make us new. He will set us free. This is something we all long for. The fire that destroys, and the fire that heals are the same, Because, as Benedict XVI says, the fire is Christ Himself and the encounter with Him is the decisive act of judgment. Yes, there will be a judgment on our own lives as well. We know we have sinned. We are not always victims, we have also been perpetrators of evil in small and maybe even big ways. To be free means we can destroy our capacity for truth and identify with evil doing over the course of our lives. And our pride can prevent us from asking forgiveness from others and even God. In which case God can't forgive us because we do not ask Him then this encounter with Christ will just be the fire that burns us for all eternity. But if, within the mess of life, we have remained open to Christ and to our neighbor, and desired God's will, this encounter will be a purifying fire. The sun rising with healing in its wings. The judgment of God will be mercy. How do we know we are being open to God's grace here and now? Well, firstly by our faith. Our faith is not something we do on a Sunday alone, though that is a great and very important start, but something by which we live every day. If we have lived with Christ in this life, we will live with Him in the next. But being Catholic means that there are great gifts the Church offers which can prepare us for this very moment. The sacrament that particularly helps us here is reconciliation. Today, hardly anyone comes to confession. Yet, this is the place of encounter with Christ, where we can both acknowledge our sins honestly and find His mercy and forgiveness. In reconciliation we are forced to take a look at ourselves in the light of God's holiness just like we will on the last day we can't compare ourselves with others, we come to confess our sins, not those of others. And in doing so we overcome our pride. The grace of the sacrament means that I start becoming more aware of when I do wrong, and am given the grace to overcome it. In the confessional, the judgment of Christ is always mercy, and those who have frequented it need have no fear of the final judgment. Advent is not far away. Go back to the confessional. And be refreshed by God's mercy.